Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> I'm getting my laser today. Where do you get your laser done? I'm not giving anyone a free shout out. I pay a lot of good money to become a dolphin. Yeah, but if it's like lasers nah, Australia. No, nope, nothing for free. <laughs> <laughs> you getting everything done? Look, oh, head to toe, baby. I'm getting new places done. What? Have you grown new hair in new places? It's like my body's like, oh, you think you can change your genetics with laser? Ha, ha, ha. We'll just go elsewhere. Question. Is this a postpartum thing? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I suddenly have like back of my thighs. Maybe it's always been there. I just didn't notice. But I was like, I was just having a little feel the other day. And I was like, I could braid that. That's got to go. As your bestie, I would have told you. If there was noticeable braidable hair on the back of your thighs. Thank you. The fact that you sat there and said, oh, maybe I haven't noticed it before. I was like, no, I, I would have noticed it. And I'm like, bitch, get that sorted. Yeah, I would have. Or don't. Whatever your preference is, body <laughs> hair. I've been trying to tell this to Isla. She's like, mummy, how come, you know, some people have hairy legs and some people, you know, because my stepsister, who's a Zoomer, doesn't shave at all because she's a proper dedicated feminist. Even her pits. Pits, legs, all of it lets it go, which I respect, but it's not for me. It's right? not for me. Not for me. Just, just from a hygiene perspective, I no, don't feel clean. she's perfectly hygienic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's normal to have body hair. No, I know, but I mean the ease of not having body hair. Oh, right, right. Like there's admin that yes. comes with having body hair in terms of maintaining your personal odour. Fun fact. Do you know why we have pubic hair? Why? It's actually to put a lid on your pheromones. Oh. Yeah, and if you remove to it, keep it's the you just... away. <laughs> yeah, and if you remove that hair, you're just emitting pheromones. Yeah. Which would yeah. explain my life. Anyway, should we do the app? I think we shall. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita. Gemma Pranita, what? Yes. You're right, babe. I don't know why it sounded odd. Like I was like, that's not your name, but it is my name. Continuing, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host. Oh, Kate. Hi, Kate. Yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Hello, hairy Kate. (laughs) Hey, not for long. Not for long. Not for long. My Jewish Greek roots will be zapped away. (laughs) I've got to be honest. I'm yet to get back into any sort of laser clinic to get treated. And the postpartum hair regrowth Mm, is brutal. Yeah, it's funky. So I got a full Brazilian laser before Mm -hmm. I had babies. No regrets. Some people are like, but do you regret it? Because what if the trend is bush again? And I'm like, cool. I don't need a trend on my pussy. No, neither. I I, I, I hate that word. I regret it. I want to say it again. (laughs) Go on, I'll give you a second go. Go for it. I don't need a trend on my badge. Yeah. I like it how I like it. I agree. Yeah. And I like it bald. <laughs> yeah. And if hairy badges come back and a la the 1970s, I'm okay to be the older gen that's like, mm, you're not amongst it. Yeah. It's a hard 90s vibe, I will say. <laughs> it really is. But I get the Hollywood Brazilian. Ooh. 
What's that? Fucking every nook and cranny. Bye-bye. Oh, no, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because just a Brazilian is just the front triangle. Oh, uh, okay. So I got my laser done back in 2013. In Hollywood. In Hollywood, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the Brazilian was all of it. All of it. gone. Like every crevice. Yeah, yeah. But so back to postpartum, mm. me, I had the full laser done. Mm. And um, yeah, I've got a bit of fluff going you've on you've got the kiwi fruit the happening kiwi fruit fluff mm. but you know how kiwi it's that fuzzy haze mm. imagine that but then someone sort of attacked it with a razor blade in parts <laughs> and it's balding real patchy yeah patchosaurus okay get that sorted uh, yeah but i'm like happily married yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just you don't need to make an effort factor <laughs> is that an all-time low you know i often <laughs> sometimes think if i got divorced would i suddenly care yes i 100p would of course you would yeah i realize i would and sometimes i'm like i need a divorce mentality yeah i need to start caring about my fine yeah, self groom like your divorce yeah <laughs> i need that in my life if i'm honest because i'm fucking lazy revs it and does lazy laser it does give me a pep in my step to just be put together a little bit yeah. just be a little groomed yeah i don't feel good when i've got like spiky legs i haven't had spiky legs in a few years because i've had the legs <laughs> sorted but, you know, like COVID just reminded me what kind of cave troll I could be without my appointments. Yes. Now I can have them. I want them. I yeah. want my appointments. See, I thought that would rub off on me, mm. the sort of lack of appointments. And then, yes, give me all the appointments. And in my head, I was going to do all the things like you mm-hmm. get the laser done. You did take me to get Botox done, which yeah. was fun and yeah. interesting. Probably due for an update. Can't be bothered. See, <laughs> can't be bothered. Lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy, Rims. Well, you're lucky you're naturally beautiful. Oh, fuck off. That's not what it's about. It's more that I don't feel a need to impress my husband. <laughs> well, good for him and you. Well, I don't know if it's good I'm for me. I'm so happy for you both. I want to feel fabulous. Yeah. What's the tension? Because you keep saying this. I want to feel hot and fabulous. I can't be fucked. And then what's in between? Because I think I secretly love mediocrity. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> Who's built like four businesses and like works for herself and oh, is built up her staff and Whatever. has like perfectly get dressed children and Excuse a beautiful me. home? She loves mediocrity, guys. She's all about mediocrity. Shut up. <laughs> Don't fill me with self loathing when you list shit like that. Self loathing? Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean? No, I'm of the gen of like, you know, you can't. I'm of your gen, by the way. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> You're a different I'm breed. I'm the gen. <laughs> You're a different breed. We're six months apart, you stupid bitch. <laughs> anyway, you should be proud of your achievements. Oh, fuck off. You're not about mediocrity. No, I am when it comes to self-care. Right. It's very different. You really went on a massive tangent there. <laughs> but it's true. Okay. Like, do you know how many times I've had chats with myself in the mirror and I go, Jen, from Monday... <laughs> You're going to start doing your hair. I mean, go and buy yourself a fucking GHD because every bitch has a GHD by you. Learn to curl that shit. You love YouTube videos. You swear by them. Go and watch a YouTube tutorial. You love it when your hair's curled. I love it when my hair's curled. It lasts three days. There you go. And then I think about the doing Mm -hmm. and I'm tired and I need a nap. (laughs) And then I go, I'll settle for mediocrity. Can we not call it mediocrity? Let's rebrand this because that's very negative. (laughs) Let's call it natural beauty. Oh, (laughs) 
generous. I mean, but it is. What, you think these fuzzy tips are natural beauty? Well, it is natural. Yeah, but it ain't it's beautiful. beautiful. Okay. It ain't beautiful. See, I just, I struggle with the two <laughs> completely opposing opinions you have here. But you know what? That's you and that's why I love you. I'm because you're contradictions. Uh, are you a, what's the star sign of the Zodiac? No, Sagittarius no. is not the two sides. Sagittarius is, it? is just a bow and arrow pew, into the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like mediocrity. <laughs> sounds like ambition. Anyway. So I, I, I guess this kind of leads nicely into my what I don't have time for okay, this week. What don't you have time for, bestie? I don't have time for a winter wardrobe glow up. Okay. But boy, do I need one. Right. See, this is my problem. Talk me through it. I need change. Don't want to make change happen. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm overwhelmed. Right. Okay. So as you know, we've talked a lot about postpartum bodies and how... We have a wardrobe for when I'm thin again, and then mm. we have a wardrobe for when I was breastfeeding, and then we'll have a wardrobe for I'm I still want to postpartum. Eat today. <laughs> yeah, all the things. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Today I've woken up and I'm angry about being a woman. Yep. Yep. And the temperatures have changed mm-hmm. significantly yes. just this week. Yep. Weird oxymoron where it's like winter fucking cold. Oh, but here's the sunshine that you didn't have for four months during summer. It's my favorite time in Sydney, it just going to say. It is my favorite time, but I'm a little bit like, can it be warmer? Yeah. The you water's know? warm. Get in the water. It is warm. Yeah. I open up my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Instant overwhelm. Nothing to wear. Nothing to wear. Hate everything. Hate it all. Hate it all. Hates it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have that chat with myself again about, Jim, remember you told yourself you wanted to get a capsule wardrobe. Maybe this is your opportunity. I guess I don't know where to start. Yeah. Can I style you? No, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you didn't see her face, but it was like instant disgust at the idea. No, the thing is, Revs, is we have very different body shapes. But I'm an art director. I know how to put you in your style. I don't know that you do. Oh, whoa. DLs, you can't see Rebs' expression, but the eyebrows are raised. And I normally can't raise them very high, as you know. <laughs> the lips are pursed. Have I ever bought you a bad gift? This is rogue. No. No, it's the same principle. I know you and what you like mm. and what suits you and your lifestyle. I think I could fill a car. If you gave me a budget... I think I could fill a car and you would be stoked with every single piece. I think I could make you a capsule wardrobe that you were obsessed with. I smell a challenge. Uh, like, honestly, I'm like, give me a budget and what you, well, no, don't even do, give me any other things. Just give me a budget and anything you hate and I will work. There's a lot that I hate. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. Yeah. You know how I don't wear jeans? Yes. So I could find you the right jeans. Pre-baby Jem mm-hmm. loved jeans. Yes, I remember. Had about 100 pairs. Mm-hmm. They're still in my wardrobe. Great. Probably should donate them. Yes. Postpartum Jem hasn't worn jeans. I haven't worn jeans since I could find I you pregnant. the right jeans. I, yeah. I don't know. I know I could. What, how would you know? You don't know my shape. I do know your shape. I do know your shape. <laughs> <laughs> Intimately. What brand would you go with? I'd go assembly label for you. Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I've never tried assembly and label jeans. your butt jeans. would look awesome. And they're the perfect length for you because they're kind of like ankle grazy. You'd love them. Anyway, talk to me about what you are finding frustrating. So is it things that you used to be able to wear like jeans? Well, I just feel like a broken record, but I'm coming back to being lazy. Yeah, yeah. So recently... So you want easy to wear things. Things that you can chuck on that don't need to be like held in place or too tight or... You don't need to think about it too much. Yes. There's what Jem aspires to look like. And then there's what Jem... Can muster. <laughs> can muster. Yeah. Okay. So what do you, let's start with what you aspire to look like. What do you aspire to look like? Effortless chic. Mm-hmm. Kind of French oh, style yeah, 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 fashion yeah. Yeah. where yeah, it's feeling like... That, feeling that. This is the thing. A Breton striped top. I look at people in jeans. 
Yep. You know that look where it's like mm. a nice pair of jeans, cute tank, a, a white no not tank, okay, t-shirt, yeah, white tea, yeah, yep. and then a nice blazer. Gorgeous. So, Easy to achieve. But mm. reality gem. I mean, where are you wearing a fucking blazer? Let's start there. <laughs> Where are you going in a blazer? To my office. To IGA? <laughs> like, you have no reason to have a blazer. To my dining table. Okay. Okay. All Where right. I can pretend that I'm Don't put get together. Cranky. <laughs> Maybe out to dinner. Yeah. Or lunch. Yeah. Do you know what it Everyone is? Everyone should have a blazer. It's a classic. My style is a loose fitting anything, mm-hmm. but I don't like it anymore. Okay. But then if I were to try on said outfit, mm-hmm. jeans, cotton tee, blazer, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable in it. Ah, That's yes. the problem I have yes. with the what I aspire to wear and then the comfort. So factor. I know you hate this word, but you're going to have to compromise somewhere. You're either going to have to feel a little bit slubby mm. or you have to be a little bit uncomfortable. I can tell you, though, you don't stay uncomfortable. You kind of get used to dressing like a normal person you so could it's use a practice little, it's a practice you could use a little more shape i think i hide my form i know you do you like i'm camping here's my tent <laughs> no one so look true. at me i'm billy eilish <laughs> <laughs> oh god i feel seen you actually have a gorgeous figure uh, sorry just, i'm not commenting on your body i, I just don't think, comment on my body i'm not going to comment on your body but i think if you want to feel a little more like femme you could have a bit more form to your outfits. Do you know what I'm most self-conscious? Or don't, babe, whatever. Like, but I'm just saying, I'm just trying to troubleshoot here. Do you know what I'm most self-conscious about? Tell me. It's my midsection. Yes. Okay. So then probably the French tuck tee into jeans is not for you. But I like the look. Okay. Well, it's all about finding the right one of each. Mm. Because I can't just put on any tee and any jeans and it look cute. Yeah. You have to get the right tee yeah. and the right jeans. Look, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> She's instantly overwhelmed. <laughs> Because this is the kind of thing I would say in the company of my bestie, but yep. I realize we have a lot of deals. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to be judged yep. or people are going to eye roll because, you know, people okay. do. Yeah. But in terms of my midsection, I genuinely feel, I'm not saying I look this way, but I feel like SpongeBob on chopsticks. <laughs> you do have great pins. <laughs> okay, so let's accentuate the pins. I feel like I do really you know do what? that. This current trend is so for you then of bike pants and an oversized top. That's, that's your trend. That's what I'm rocking. Yeah. And looking fab. Really? Yeah. And it's cool. So you need some fashion bike shorts. I have one pair. Cool. So we need more fashion bike shorts. Okay. I've just had a moment, an out of body moment. I zoomed out of this situation and I think no one gives a fuck. I think people give a lot of fucks. No, I think this is a really boring episode. No, I think, and I think... Stop being self-conscious. No. I think this is really fucking relevant. We it's were... shark week. I'm I... feeling deeply insecure. Oh stop defending yourself. It's okay to hate your whole wardrobe. If you'll cast your mind back <laughs> a year ago, I was in this exact position. Oh my God, you were too. And I was like, I feel frumpy. I hate my whole wardrobe i want to glow up dl's help me and they helped me and you know what i weirdly cared about your wardrobe woes like i was genuinely like how can we problem what are we gonna do okay jim yeah you're allowed to feel this way (laughs) but i'm i'm i am i'm overwhelmed i think what you need to do is figure out what your new brands are because like i don't know about you but i used to fucking love some glassons i I just don't mama is too old for that now revs Revs. Yeah. So a week ago, <laughs> I went to Ringham Mall and I had to do a big shop for a big shoot for a brand partnership. Uh-huh. Hasn't come out yet. So blah, blah, blah. Hush, hush, secret. Yep. Embargo. Very All cool. that shit. <laughs> Hated the whole shopping experience. Yes. Right. But mm-hmm. that's another story. My point is, went into Glassons. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a season in Glassons where they nailed neutral colored linen. 
Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. And actually, uh, we did have children because I remember wearing it to Byron. But this is the thing about these big chains. They get different buyers and so they can have seasons that suit you and then it moves on or whatever. Well, because of that linen extravaganza where yeah. I shopped up a storm and I was like, Glassons is my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back in there with full confidence being yeah. like, I'm going to find something It's like Zuma at a festival now. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's like, how can I get my tits, my midriff, my legs and my like ass cheeks out for everyone to see but in also, one outfit? But like acid wash green oh, colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All very cool. Yeah. 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 Nothing subtle, although I am enjoying colour. Yeah. A little bit of colour. I like a bit of colour. I'm not afraid of colour anymore. All right. Well, it's not really the French chic look that you outlined at the start of this. This is what I mean, Revs. I'm having an identity crisis. Can you just let me art direct you? Okay. Put yourself in my hands, babe. I just feel like you don't know my shape. I do. All right. Do you remember when we used to do theatre together? Yeah. Let me tell you a little anecdote that maybe three people will care about. <laughs> when I was shopping with the costume designer for the costumes for the cast, and she's like, oh, this would be good on Gemma. Oh, no, hang on, her measurements don't match this. And I was like, that will fit her. And she's like, no, I've got her measurements. This isn't right. I'm like, that will fit her. She has a tiny waist. And she's I like, don't have a tiny waist. The point is I knew your shape then and I know it now. Okay. All right, put yourself in my hands. All right. I'm sure we can make a reel out of it. I'll give you a budget. Give me a bougie. <laughs> Give me a credit card. Okay. Tell me what you hate. Like, I don't mean in a dossier. I just mean like, I don't like orange and I don't want anything above the knee or whatever. No, I love things above the knee. Cool. (laughs) An example. (laughs) I've done this for my sister. Yeah. Multiple times. And did it go well? She loves every single thing I've chose. But your and sister is next level banging. Oh my god! There it's just is. a different body, just like any other body. But it's she, her body is not my body. <laughs> so it's not like I shopped for me. But you for also her. bought your sister knit shorts. Yes. Which I'm like hot box. Hotbox yeah, well, is back. He, I know I previously have been on the mic saying, oh my God, what are these fucking knit shorts? Well, they're a cotton ones. What do you mean they're a cotton They're ones? cotton knit. How well, thick? They're thick, but they're no thicker than like a bike pant. Well, what were previous knits? <laughs> were they merino wool? Well, no, I think there are wool ones out there. Oh my God, hotbox. Hotbox, yeah. Okay, cotton breathable. Hey, if you get all your laser done, you can be hotbox. No one would know. Do you know what? Maybe that's the difference. Just get rid of the pubes. Yes. And then wear the knitted the shorts. The kiwi fuzz mm. is causing hot box i still don't think i can get behind that trend no i don't know no, no. <laughs> don't know if it'll be in my capsule wardrobe for you but you know we'll okay. see we'll see yeah i need some new things as well what do you need well would you let me art direct you um well seeing as you're in such turmoil probably not i don't know i reckon i know your style okay what would you buy for me i know your jewelry style yeah 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 i'm really happy with my jewelry i've got though. your number when yeah, it comes to earrings mm-hmm. i reckon i've always nailed an earring yep. purchase for you yep definitely clothes because you're going through divorce bod <laughs> slash revenge wear no it's not revenge bod <laughs> what are you needing like everything because i'm just not allowed to wear skinny jeans anymore sorry if you want to wear them you fucking go for it but i just can't be in something that i know is uncool so what is it mum jeans is that what's in oh it's a variation on the mum jeans. i see flares yeah it's turning. like these ones i've gone on today it's like a little bit more 70s which mm. I'm here for so I love a silhouette trend and I just feel daggy if I know I'm in something that's out of trend even if it looks good on me I get it I'm with you so, I struggle with the trend purchases sometimes because I'm like do I lean into this but then I know that in two years time yeah. they'll be redundant or do I stick with guilty. classic yeah mm. I think we're at the middle age enough now to be like okay invest in a good tea yes you need a good tea and a coat everybody needs a good coat gotta have a good coat you guys. know like a plaid or slight gingham mm. style coat yep, love that. never goes out well, how would we describe your style today I would call it Nirvana meets <laughs> yoga meets 
meets art school. <laughs> Gem is wearing really nice Lululemon leggings. Yeah. In a very nice khaki colour. She's got her vases on. So bottom half, tick, tick. Love yeah. that. We'll keep that in the capsule. Now talk me through what's happening on top here. I like it. Fuck off. No, I like it. Don't lie to us, No, Rance. no, no. I like it, but it's very different for you. It's kind of you circa 2004. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of that vibe. She's got like a hippie style oversized tee mm-hmm. with like a sun and a moon on it. Yeah, King of Scylla, baby. Oh, yeah, right. right. Lovely. And then she's wearing like an open plaid jacket that's in like a flannelette. Yeah. A la very a la 90s Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> I'm channeling Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Because I'm very emo today. Emo. Shark week. Mm. And she's got her sleeves rolled up to just under the elbow. Very chic. But somehow but don't confused. look chic. It's confused. <laughs> you need jeans with this outfit. No, I would not be able to sit here and record the potty wearing jeans. Okay. All right. I would be so uncomfortable. Right. I'd feel restricted. Mm-hmm. It'd be like wearing a corset. Right. Mm. Feels extreme. Mm. <laughs> Would you go back to the hipster jean? Because they are back No. In- no, no, no. No way. But you'd be comfy. No way. Because your ass would be hanging out. Muffin top. Muffin. I'd be trying to pull them up. Yeah. Just remember, I wear the <laughs> Lululemon Align leggings. That shit comes up past my belly button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels good. Well, maybe we need to base your capsule wardrobe around these leggings. This can't be good chat. Of course it's good chat. DLs must be so bored. They're like, shut the fuck up. I don't care about <laughs> Jem's winter fucking wardrobe crisis. No, I feel they do. I could post something on stories about, I don't know, divorce and people are like, um, what's your bag? <laughs> so I think they care. Okay. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? The fragility of my body confidence. Oh, uh, preach. Wow. We're really going into a body episode, aren't we? We've been sort of skating around it for a few weeks, haven't yeah. we? Because as you say, a change of season. Yep. And all the rest. Yeah, it is that, isn't it? Well, There's a change of season that forces you to address your wardrobe. I also think we're well into the year now. Yeah. And you know how we all did that dumb mental game every year of like, let's just be fun and let it all go over Christmas and then New Year. And then, oh, it's only February and then March. And then you're like, oh, it's Easter now. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's May. Yeah. Bitch, it's May. I always think, though, how it works in European countries mm-hmm. where the seasons are obviously the opposite because they come in to summer in the middle of the year like sometimes I wonder mm. if that's better oh, it's better it has to be it's right? way better yeah like ours kinds of bookends a year and we have our most indulgent time around summer which you know for vibes and if you had like positive body image and body neutrality and food neutrality like that's the best combo if you're riddled with body anxiety mm. like we often are it's a, not a great combo. We all feel festively plump in December and then we've all got to go to the beach. Yeah. It's a tricky combo. I mean, wow, for us, we have to go to the beach. At Christmas, yeah, look, but- I would never trade yeah, yeah. like seeing my kids play with like a beach ball or buckets and spades yeah. and then it's Christmas Day and we're down at the beach. Yeah, and, beautiful. You know, yeah. Lovely. Heaven. Yeah. Heaven. Wouldn't trade that. No. Okay. So I want to talk about divorce bod. Yes. Straight up. I don't have any answers. I just, this is something I'm going through and I don't have time for it. And I want to explain to people because I've been getting a lot of, are you eating? Why are you looking after yourself? Is that good for you? What are you doing? Wow. You look amazing. But with a judgment, you know, that kind of Mm. shit that goes on when you're smaller. Can I advocate for our friends? Yeah. If they have made these comments. Yeah. It's genuine concern. I know. I know it is. Yeah. But I'm here to be the correspondent from the front line to dissect this. Yep. Divorce bod. I have a couple of girlfriends 
who are divorcees or going through the process of separation. Look, it's a small sample. It's about four people. Yep. <laughs> but I hazard a guess it's a thing. So there's some consistency. There's some consistency. I guess I've always heard about bride bod where they're like, the weight will just fall off you from the stress or whatever. I didn't experience that. I did. Yeah. Okay. So that's a thing, right? Yeah. Some people just drop weight before their mm. wedding because they're stressed. Sounds toxic, but whatever. Divorce bod is similar. You are so anxious. Mm-hmm. You don't sleep. Schedule is more busy, tougher, stranger. You're adjusting to a new way of life. But the adrenaline and anxiety coursing through your body, for me, is like nothing I've experienced. Yeah. And I believe it's having an effect on my metabolism or how mm-hmm. I metabolize food, process food, my hunger. Like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. And I've never experienced not hunger in my life. Mm-hmm. Add to that any kind of insecurities about now being approaching 40 and being single. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely at play. But how I'm trying to describe it is it's like the opposite of happy fat. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get into a new relationship and you're just blissfully happy and you're just wrapped up in this person and you know they're obsessed with you and you're spending all your time watching movies and having sex and eating yummy food and just lying around and you get a bit chubby, but it's nice. Mm. It's like the opposite of that. It's a lonely thing that puts you through a body metamorphosis. I guess for me, it's complicated because I've always had this complicated relationship with my body. I was just about to say something I feel like we need to touch on before we dive deeper into this because this can be triggering yeah. to a lot of people yes. where it's like where they get envy yeah because there are people Yo, it would have been me in a former life for to sure be like in a former oh, life i'm so sorry that you're skinny how bad for you but yeah. not even that it can trigger people in the way of oh if i upturn my life <laughs> no seriously then maybe i'll get some of that anxiety because i've got oh, a gosh. i've got a girlfriend who went through divorce as well And she did a post on Instagram. This is a few years ago where she was like, oh, I've got weight loss anxiety Mm. and I'm fighting the urge to like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that really honest. Yeah. And interesting. And this is not to stray too far away from divorce bod, which is what you want to talk about. But this is applicable to any life upheaval. Yeah, absolutely. Because what... I'm taking away from what you're saying as someone who's not divorced is I've 100% had that adrenaline that Mm. you talk about coursing through your veins. There are many different chapters in people's lives, whether it's moving house, losing someone you love, ending a relationship, married or not, where I think weight loss and weight gain can sort of rear its ugly head. Yes. And there will be people who probably experience the opposite. Definitely. Yeah. There'll be DLs who are like, ah, poor you. You're looking so skinny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I just needed to say that because this obviously can be a very triggering conversation for some people. And what I wanted to get into was not like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm smaller. It's not that. It's like, it really unleashes my darkest demons in me because I have always fought and I've spent time and dedicated effort in the last few years trying to get to a more positive space with body image and it undoes it overnight. In what way? Because I start to go, oh, now my clothes look better. Oh, Mm. now I have more value. Oh, that looks a bit nicer. And Mm. I'm like, I've never been more miserable in my Mm. life. I need to confront that that this is not the ideal. Yeah. So it's the complex space of that. But I think it's good that you're acknowledging that. Oh, yeah. That's the whole idea. Yeah. (laughs) To know that it's not healthy because some people lean into it. Yeah. And like my friend said, that fighting the urge to not love it. Yeah. I think it's important to recognize that. I mean, in a weird parallel... 
when I was 18 and working in Thailand, Mm. I was at my thinnest, like definitely very, very unhealthy. I just straight up wasn't eating, didn't have bulimia or anything, but I was trying to break into an industry where... Yeah, but not eating is an eating disorder. No, I know. I said that. No, I know. But like... You know, he said not bulimia or anything, but like, no, that's no, an eating disorder. no, I definitely yeah. had an eating disorder. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called anorexia yes. <laughs> where you don't eat, but I just straight up didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll never forget this, but I was at Starbucks with two friends and they were having their whatever 10 million pounds of cream frappuccino full of sugar, something or other deliciousness. And I had a fresh orange juice and I was on a weird fruit diet okay. at that stage yeah. of my life. And I remember not being able to contribute to any conversation because Mm. I... Had no energy, literally. Literally (laughs) had nothing in me, just firing on a tenth of a cylinder, just trying to exist from day to day and get through. Not worth it. Totally not worth it. But I remember that was the moment I zoomed out of myself and I was like, you've never been more unhappy in your life. But look at you presenting as if you're killing it. Yeah. And that's the conversation I want to have is like just a reminder. Obviously, there's a million nuances and versions of this for different Mm. people. But just a reminder, as we were discussing this morning, not to comment on women's bodies, which is now ironic seeing as I was like, you've got a gorgeous shape. Oh, my God. Revs and I were just talking about this this morning about how when it comes to our kids and the world that we want to raise them in is to never just don't comment. Yeah. Fight the urge to comment. Yeah. I think we like to think that we're not our parents. Yeah. But I think that we're still full of opinions. Of course we are. So how do you manage that? As you say, you have to fight it. And I think it needs to go beyond just in front of the kids. And I think we need to fight it amongst each other as well. In ourselves. In ourselves. Talking shit about our bodies. Talking shit or praising people when they're smaller or being faux concerned or yeah. ha- having it trigger stuff in us ourselves from other people's bodies. You know what I mean? Like we just need to take the whole topic out of the lexicon. It's so exhausting, It's so exhausting. I feel so tired because social media is constantly feeding us this body love, body positivity, body neutrality, all those things that we're trying to achieve, right? And Mm -hmm. a part of me is trying to use this body love, Mm -hmm. this postpartum body love as a practice. Yes. And I know in my heart how I want to present to my daughter mm-hmm. because I don't want her to have any of the issues that our generation mm-hmm. certainly had. Mm-hmm. So I made a deal with myself and my husband to just never comment on any of our children's shape. Or your own. Or our own. Yeah, which is almost more important. Hunji P. Yeah. And that requires me to fake it. Yes, yes. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's actually vital that you yes. do. Because otherwise you just hand down generational trauma. No, of course. <laughs> but I do think in terms of existing in social media as we all do, Mm -hmm. consume it. How many of us are actually, through osmosis, buying the body love? And how many of us continue to genuinely feel shit that we're band-aiding it with, oh, no, I have to love my body now because there's a pressure. It's a new pressure. It is a new pressure. Yeah, and I believe it's a lesser pressure of the two evils. For sure. The pressure to contort and constrain and constrict and restrict your body into one ideal for everybody is a bigger pressure than just love yourself how you are. But I get it. It's still a pressure. It is still a pressure that's what I don't have time for the fragility of it yeah it is you know what I mean because I felt like I had made a massive headway and I feel a little bit back to square one at the moment okay and that's what I'm struggling with 
is like, I'd done all this work. But where are you back to square one? Mentally. Okay, yes. Yeah. But can you unpack that a little yeah. bit So bit I'm more. like, well, because I prefer this body. Yes. I prefer it. And is there a part of you that's like, I've got to hold on yes. to this? Yes. Part of me is like, you have to maintain this. Yeah. So anyway, I was influenced by you and I'm Why? starting Pilates. Lol. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that exact reason of like, it's not about your shape it's about strength okay but here's a question Mm. because of what you just said yes i have to maintain this body and suddenly you're starting pilates well yeah and also is that because you feel pressure to maintain what you currently have well it's really hard for me to unpick yeah and here again is the fragility and the complexity of Mm. all of this because i want to exercise because strength health well-being mental space yeah. you know all that kind of stuff it really does help and my beach walks yeah. like fucking saved me yeah. in the last year so good for your mental health yeah and i'm now a person who really notices yeah. if i drop that that my mental health will take a dive i think it's great you're doing pilates but this is the thing about food and body image is like there is no world in which we exist where you can't interact with with food and body. So if you're an alcoholic, yeah. you can quit alcohol. Yeah. And you, I'm, I'm not saying that's easy, but you can, right? I think Glennon Doyle, our favorite babe, Glennon Doyle, she describes it as you can lock the tiger away in a cage, right? Mm-hmm. And throw away the key. Mm-hmm. But food issues, you have to unlock the cage and take the tiger out three times a day and then kind of put it back in and lock it and try and go on about your life. Like you can't stop eating. You have to keep eating, right? And you should exercise, right? We know it's just a health thing. It's not about being skinny, but you have to do it, right? So how do you interact with those things and fucking leave it behind? Because you're right, it's exhausting. And I'm sick of thinking about it. Unfortunately, there is no escaping the thinking about it. Yeah. Because as we've discussed many times in the podcast, there's no destination. You're not going to be cured no. of this. It's ever evolving and we're just endlessly adapting. Yes. There will be a time, and I can say this from genuine experience, I went through a very horrible breakup. Yes. And you had breakup bod. I had breakup. You had divorce bod. I had divorce bod. Yeah. Definitely. I, it was actually frightening yeah. how light I was. And I'm pretty sure I was one of the culprits being like, I'm worried about you. We've oh, got to get sure. We've got to get some nutrition into you. You look like you're going to blow away. Definitely. Definitely yeah. was. And weirdly... And maybe this is nice for you to hear. I don't know. But I look back on photos of Jem and I looked fucking good. Yeah. From an aesthetic photographic point of view. Sure. Right? But I look at that girl and I go, thank God I'm not her anymore. Yeah. You know, like I've moved on from immense heartbreak. Yeah. And life upheaval. Feeling intensely lost. But those feelings of like, oh, I like how I look. Like I definitely experienced that. I remember going out to bars as a newly single woman at 28 Mm. and realizing I still have this. And Mm. I came out of a really, really, really long relationship where I thought I was done for life. And at my absolute, in inverted commas, hottest version of myself, I've never felt less open to people. Mm. But the suppressed appetite totally can relate. It's real. It is so real. It's almost like you feel sick when you eat. Yeah. It's like your body says, absolutely not. I cannot digest that food. But you have to be an adult to yourself, right? You have to mother yourself a little bit and take care of yourself and say, you need to eat food. You need to eat dinner. Yeah. And you need to figure out something that you can get down. And I think with you as well, you have a responsibility to being a mum to children. Yes. Where you need to have energy. Have energy, but also, like we talked about, model mm-hmm. behavior. Mm-hmm. You don't, certainly don't want your kids to see you not eating. No. So I think there's an added layer mm. and pressure to that. But I guess all I want to say is 
this too shall pass. Yeah. I know it's cheesy and boring and it's totally cliched, but there will come a time where you won't even notice that you're eating normally again. Yeah. It hasn't all been not eating either. I've gone the other way too. I've had weeks or seasons of binging again, which I haven't, I haven't binged in years. Like it's only cropped up in the last three, four months. And I'm like, what is that coming back? Like that behavior is so worrying for me. You know, that's not something I want to model or do or participate in. I honestly thought those days were behind me. Yeah. Anyway, I guess this is a really long way of saying like, I know there's like funny memes and things and it's easy to sort of eye roll like, oh, she's single now and she's like trying to be hot or whatever. But like just a little compassion. you know, towards people at that stage in life. So talk to me about your other divorce friends. Yeah. Because I don't feel like you finished that chat. Yeah. So, I mean, they've all gone through this body metamorphosis thing too, of being like, where's this body been? Like, Mm. this is the body I wanted, like, and now it's here and it feels weird and... You know, but then there is a bit of a high off like, oh, I can shop and buy this style of thing I haven't worn in a while. Or um, I would say you're definitely yeah, in that phase. For sure. And like, there's got to be some fucking joy, right? Of like, course. You've got to find the fun where you can. But yeah, it's like, it's a new stage and it feels like a shedding of a skin where I that find... That sounds cleansing. It does sound cleansing. I like that. And I think there is a version. I've definitely got one friend where it's been a, such a positive thing for her. Yeah. She's like, I feel like myself. I feel like I'm in a body that is my own and is just mine and just for me and it has been a shedding of the skin Mm. and I think she had great body image before yeah so it's gone really positive for her and I think it just comes back to this complicated relationship that I'm probably gonna always live with definitely that I just need to find a way to navigate because it's complicated I think you need to not put pressure on yourself to navigate this season yeah yeah. it's out of your control yeah it's actually out of your control yeah you can only tackle day by day what's being thrown at you you feel people having an opinion about you and it's just everyone's gonna have an opinion about you yeah 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 yeah. we have a fucking podcast yeah Like, if there's anything I've learned in the last year is people have their fucking opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. either lock yourself in a cupboard and be yeah. like, I don't want to do it's this not anymore. It's like we're opinionless. <laughs> we're not opinionless. We've all been guilty of those opinions yeah. in the past. But yeah. the difference is we just have more layers of empathy because yeah. we've lived a little more and we've got more battle scars. And yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I have moments where I'm like, what am I doing doing a podcast? Because I'm scared of opinions. Mm. And I just want to sort of hide away in my little hidey hole. And yeah not have anyone come at you come at me with anything we all have that yeah well not all (laughs) the dls are like i don't (laughs) i'm very happy in my little hidey hole thank you very much (laughs) but here's a question about your divorce friends again yes are some of them ahead of you in the timeline and where are they at are any of them in relationships and have perhaps Mm -hmm. gone through the returning of the happy fat no one's happy fat one's pregnant okay with her new partner that's exciting one is yes in a relationship Actually, they're all in relationships. Fuck. But they're ahead of you. (laughs) They're years ahead of me. They are years ahead of you. Yes. Actually, yeah, I've got one who actually is married for the second time who I would say she's happy fat, as in she's absolutely glowing and gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. You know, enjoying her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've got one who's in a relationship but, like, really owning her new found form that she feels like is more her. A lot of these friends, and again, it's this small fucking sample, but I only know, like, three other witches who are divorced. And a lot of people felt like they lost themselves in their motherhood married life. You know what I mean? Like, And I know a lot of us feel that, and that doesn't say anything about our relationship, but I think if you also 
also are battling being in the wrong relationship mm-hmm. and going through that. Who am I? <laughs> oh, it's going to implode on itself. I mean, it's a pretty huge bomb yes. to have lost yourself, yeah. lost who you are and how you look and how you present in the world and be navigating an incorrect relationship for you. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a liberation yes. for some people being like, okay, I'm out of all of it. and yes. it's this, But there's also a terrifying threshold to cross to be like, oh my God, everything is new. Yes. Absolutely everything is new and everything that was is gone, you know? I think maybe what we're learning is it doesn't matter what stage you're at. If you're of our generation who've grown up with these body image ghosts, it can get you at any stage mm-hmm. and that you maybe I think we've talked about this before, but there is no destination and it's maybe something we're going to have to navigate through every stage. This is a new experience for me, but being a new mum and having young kids is another phase where these issues are also just as prevalent. Anyway, that's what I don't have time for. The fragility <laughs> of the ongoing journey of body image and self-love and I don't know. We're all going through it at some stage and uh, I'm just done with it. I'm done with it, Jem. I'm exhausted by it too, but uh, I've accepted that it's uh, ongoing practice, something to keep working on. Should we move on to our not spunny? Yes. Hit me with your not spun. I have a really uh, niche one. How niche are we talking? It's pretty niche. As you know, my bathroom light has been out for, oh, I don't know, six to eight weeks now. Yep. Can't you've reach. been uh, doing bath time by candlelight. Yep. Can't reach the light. Don't have a ladder. Yep. So can't change it. So I've been experimenting with different light sources. Yes. <laughs> this does sound niche, but actually basically candelabras, man. Candelabras? Well, like a single tapered candle, <laughs> yep. right? This is, they give so much light. More than the average candle. More than like a pot candle. It's like you have a light. You get why in the olden days they lived by candlelight. In my head, I'm imagining you with a candelabra with like 12 candles coming <laughs> off one stem and you're like walking around. Like, like a in, long sleep hat. <laughs> like a, a Just night in the coat. medieval days. Just night like, children. I run my bath by candlelight. <laughs> anyway, I found a really cool candle. If you wanted to do a tablescape. Yes. If you have a single candle holder and then you need a candle for it i've got the brand excellent hit us with it it's called better be pretty it's so pretty it's spiral beautiful and they come in these pastel colors oh done all about it i've got mauve ones hashtag add to cart anyway where are we going where are we shopping birch grove home great and i got the patchouli and bergamot Bergamot? I don't know how to say it. First of all, patchouli? I'm all about patchouli. Oh, I hate patchouli. I love patchouli. No, it's beautiful. I hate it. Oh, it's like the smell of incense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love it. Oh, anyway, I love it. That's my not spawn. Hit me with your not spawn. I kind of wanted to hear more about your candlelit baths, if I'm honest. Yeah, they're very, they're very, very sexy. Very yeah. sexy. Yeah. I mean, I light a candle in my bath. Yeah, it's, you I have it. a light, but I enjoy the ambiance. Well, that's the thing about this single candle. The ambiance is, it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> well, my not spawn is very practical, also very affordable. Great. Bit of context. For Rafa's birthday, all of our friends asked, what should we get Rafa for her birthday? And I was like, she loves craft. Yes. I am now sitting under a mountain of craft. Beautiful. We have a million types of crayons, felt tip, washable pens, fucking straight up watercolor, paint sticks. You got her some paint sticks. Love those. I have a cupboard and it's a fucking hot mess. Yep. You know me. Gotta get it sorted. I like things in order. It's all mismatched. I can't handle it. It's very upsetting. So I went to Kmart and I bought, for very affordable price that I don't have written down, (laughs) 
A photo and craft box. Yes. Just ignore the photo part. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about the craft box vibe. It's got 12 compartments. Stop it. And I've managed to divide all of her different crayons and pencils into these compartments, whack them in a box, whack them in the cupboard. It's all contained. Yeah, it makes your head feel nice and organized. It's very very cleansing, very clearing, very calming. Yes. Have you, Taipei, taught her how to keep the things back in the right section? We talk a lot about modeling behavior. Mm -hmm. I let her watch me Mm -hmm. as I organize them, and then her little brain went, oh, I see what mummy's doing, Mm -hmm. and now she keeps them categorized. Good girl. Yes. I'm so incredibly proud. I can't recommend it enough. I know there's like heaps of on YouTube, fucking TikTok, Instagram hacks Mm -hmm. on organization and Kmart and Target always come out on top. But yeah, this box is from Kmart. It is called literally the photo and craft box with 12 compartments. I love it. Go and do yourself a favor and uh, get some organization back into your life. Get that cupboard together. Yes. You can fake like you're feeling <laughs> like you've got your shit together. Do you know what I can, do you know what I can liken this craft box to? What, darling? Getting my nails done. Yes. You know, yeah. I open that cupboard in the same way I look down at my nails and I'm like, you're doing okay, Jen. You're an adult. You're, you're doing okay. <laughs> you're doing all right, babe. Yes. Well, that's it for this week. Goodness me. We have talked a lot today. Are we going to sing the outro? Because we of course sort we are. Of, I know, but we reintroduced it last week. Well, we can't abandon it now. All right. All right. One of these days. Sorry, it's just too good that every single week we are on the same key. I thought I was a little sharp. Oh. I, a little gen- bit. Like we were going but the gen- for the same yeah, note. Yeah. We okay. were going for it. Okay, clear your mind. Okay. Palette cleanser. Yep. <laughs> and let's see if we can do it again. A one, two, three, four. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. Nailed it. Nailed it.